whether we're talking about a backpacking trip or making progress towards a goal of losing 20 pounds or whatever it is, you need to understand that both consistency and perseverance are required and you need to be able to deploy both of those along your journey. My name is Leif Arneson. My brother Anders and I are on a mission to help 1 million vegans get into the best shape of their lives. We firmly believe that the more healthy and fit vegans there are in the world, the faster veganism will spread. Let's work together to inspire change, spread compassion, and challenge the status quo. Welcome to the Vegan Gym Podcast. So Leif, we had a, I had a great conversation with someone in our community not long ago around the challenges that they found in life with navigating toward their goals. And part of what we talked about is, you know, what is the concept of consistency and the perseverance and what does it mean and why are they important? And so I wanted to sit down with you today and have a little conversation about consistency and perseverance. But I think to make it meaningful, maybe we can share an example as to what does it mean to be consistent and then to persevere through challenge? Yeah, I think this is a really important topic and there are a few examples we'll both be sharing from our lives in kind of both of these areas. But to really kind of set the tone with an anecdote, I want to share a story of a backpacking trip that I took with two friends from high school. This was about 10 years ago. We were hiking in the Adirondacks and I really love backpacking and I've become really close with these two friends through taking backpacking trips. And it's just so, I love getting out in nature and being able to explore different areas. So we took this one backpacking trip that I ended up being like 65 miles for the whole trek. That's what we were focusing on accomplishing. And it was going to be a five day backpacking trip. So you, for this trip, you don't, you bring all of your own supplies. There's no lodging or anything. You bring all your food and you also bring your shelter and everything else that you're going to need. There is in the Adirondacks, there were plenty of water sources. So that wasn't something that we had to worry about, but you bring in all of your gear and then it's just you and whoever else you went with. And you were just out there for the next however many days you're going. So the goal, I, my friend Jeff, who went with us, is really good at organizing these events. So he carefully maps out the trail that we're going to do. And he says, these are the different points we're going to hit. And we're going to hit these. This is where we're going to be Thursday morning. This is where we're going to be uh, Thursday evening. And here's where we're going to set up our our tents and everything. So he really plans out everything, which is awesome because I don't, I don't do that. (laughs) So it's really helpful to have someone who can help plan to that level of detail. Anyway, so basically the goal is to make consistent progress from point A to point B, which is the end goal. Where Mm -hmm. are we trying to ultimately get to? And along that journey, every single day you are, you have a certain amount of miles that you're trying to hit. So that might be eight miles, 12 miles, whatever it is for a particular day. It really depends on the terrain. Uh So are we climbing a mountain or what are we doing? And also where do we want to camp? So all of these factors are taken into consideration, but might be around 10 miles a day, kind of on average. So we went 
on this trip and we had a really beautiful first two days sun was shining we were making good progress everything was great and we were just consistently showing up putting in the miles and having a great time on the afternoon of day three we were deciding whether we wanted to try to make it up over this one mountain we were going to get a we're going to try to push a little bit ahead of schedule and be able to honestly we wanted to see the sunrise on the top of the mountain so we were trying to kind of put ourselves into the right position to see that and you're not supposed to kind of be be up on the top of the mountain especially at night but we we were trying to push over the summit to to be able to put ourselves in this in this kind of optimal position for for the next day and the and that morning anyway so we we even uh, passed this one park ranger on the way up and he said, you guys know you're not you're not allowed to be on the top of the mountain when you <laughs> this evening. Right. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, we know that. And we were not intending to camp out on the top of the mountain. You, frankly, you shouldn't do that because you're just super exposed to all the elements. But as we're hiking up, the sky started getting a little darker. This is probably 4 p.m., something like that. Skies were getting a little darker and it became pretty clear that a storm was rolling in. And we we talked about maybe um, just kind of setting up where we were or trying to continue push and, and get over this mountain. Anyways, we continued to push. We ended up getting pretty much stuck like right on the summit. And generally, like we were above the tree line. So there weren't any trees. It was very just, it was just rocks really, you're really exposed. And obviously there are concerns with lightning and, and other kind of elements. But anyways, that's, that's where we got stuck. And we spent the night wedged in between these two rocks and we were freezing. It got super cold, especially at that elevation. It was really cold. The wind was just howling the whole night and we, none of us slept very well, but we were all, we didn't even put up our tent because it would have just gotten blown away or, or ripped or whatever. So we didn't even put that up and we didn't really even have time. We just grabbed this tarp and some blankets and we just kind of like rolled ourselves into this. <laughs> and it's just like three grown guys just like all cuddling together <laughs> like huddling in between surviving. these two rocks just just surviving yeah and that and then the next morning we ended up actually seeing probably the most beautiful sunset or the most beautiful sunrise i've ever seen in my life it was just really it was kind of the calm after the storm and it was it was really beautiful and we ended up going through and and completing the rest of our backpacking trip and we had uh and it was all a great experience, but that night was pretty dicey and, and it, um, yeah, wasn't, uh, wasn't the best night I've ever had, but the, uh, the next morning was really beautiful and the rest of the trip was great. So anyways, the reason I bring this story up is because in, when you're backpacking, as I mentioned, every single day, you're working to make steady progress. You have, you have this end goal. This is where I want to get to at the very end of this journey and throughout that backpacking trip, you have these set points that you're trying to get to uh, every single day. So you're generally kind of trying to break it up evenly uh, across each day, at least on average. So to me, that's consistency, showing up every single day, making some steady progress, having a clear end goal in mind, and then working to break that down to smaller pieces and show up every single day and execute on that consistent habit. And 
Sometimes storms will roll in. Storms can be unexpected. And sometimes you just need to hunker down and ride out the storm. And it's not pleasant, but it's often a necessary part of your journey, especially over a longer time period, you will be encountering storms. Like if you go out and you do a 30-day backpacking trip, the chances of you experiencing a storm are going to be pretty high. But you don't give up and go home. You kind of batten down the hatches, you hunker down, and you just ride out that storm. You don't retreat. You just persevere. And to me, riding out those storms sets perseverance. And it's really important in all aspects of life to be able to employ both consistency and perseverance along your health and fitness journey. And whether we're talking about a backpacking trip or making progress towards a goal of losing 20 pounds or whatever it is, you need to understand that both consistency and perseverance are required. And you need to be able to deploy both of those along your journey. Yeah, I think it would be really helpful to maybe further define what does consistency mean and what does perseverance mean, especially in the context of health and fitness. So could you elaborate on that? Absolutely. But before I do, and it ties into perseverance, question, what did you learn in terms of your perseverance? On the outside, on the other side of that beautiful sunrise, what was the lesson learned? that you can apply from your perseverance that maybe moved you forward. <laughs> listen to a park ranger because <laughs> they spend all their time out there and they know what they're doing. I guess that's uh, analogous to a a fitness coach. <laughs> who who knows what's best for you and can guide you in the right direction and doesn't want you to face wants to minimize the chances of you facing storms. I would agree. But the yeah, I think the Honestly, looking back, I have really fond memories of that of that experience. And it's it was I I wouldn't have changed anything. But I think just the I guess the main takeaway is just understanding that storms will happen and being able to weather those and understanding that like we could have experienced a a serious storm even if we weren't at altitude on pretty much the top of a mountain it could have been somewhere else and it could still be pretty dicey so just when you go go out to take a journey whether it's part of your health and fitness journey or backpacking trip or whatever it is understanding that it's quite possible you're going to encounter roadblocks and that's just a part of making progress. It's part of life. It's part of life. Yeah. So no, 100% agree. And so let's backtrack and talk a little bit about the definitions. So consistency, I would define as regularity in action. So that we're going to go do three miles a day on our, our backpack. We're going to do five miles a day, but it is not necessarily that you have to do the same thing every single day. It's about developing a plan, maintaining a steady pace, and then sticking to that plan over an extended period of time, um, whether it's your 30 days of your backpacking trip or it's the 12 months of your health and fitness journey or, or over your life. And it's not even about doing things perfectly, but it's about consistently trying to be 1% better every day. Now, perseverance, on the other hand, and I think you captured it well, it really is enduring tough conditions with stamina. 
And I, when I think of perseverance, I actually think of a weeble that, and for those of you who may not know weebles, weebles were these little toys that have a rounded bottom and you, you hit the weeble and it pops back up again. So perseverance to me is that you are going to encounter challenges, but you need to pop back up every single time you encounter that challenge, a little bit wiser, a little bit stronger, a little bit smarter, but it really is survival under tough conditions, but coming out on the other side of that challenge a little bit more knowledgeable about how to tackle the challenges of life. Well said. Yeah, I think I think it's really important to, again, understand that both of these are necessary in your journey, at least on a long enough time frame. So within a week, maybe you are able to fo- solely focus on showing up consistently and everything is relatively straightforward in your life. There's no huge storm. But over a long enough time period, those storms are inevitable. And the question is, how do you show up when you have to face those? How do you work to both be consistent and then persevere when conditions require it? And I mean, consistency is about regular practice and gradual improvement because again, using training as an analogy, you you need to have the discipline to engage in that activity on a regular basis. Whether you're you're talking about running a half marathon, running a marathon, preparing for an Ironman triathlete, you need that dedicated effort because that effort is going to compound your ability to do hard things on a regular basis. And to me, that's part of consistency. Um, but I think it's, I want to make sure people understand that consistency can be developed and it's developed by intentional action. And you need to cultivate that behavior because it's an important part of your journey in health and fitness and in other parts of your life. Yeah. Consistency is a muscle. That's not something that anybody is inherently born with, the ability to be consistent. It's never easy when you get started, especially when you have a new goal that you've never attempted before, or you maybe uh, just feel overwhelmed by the thought of getting to the gym for the first time and being consistent over a long period of time or whatever it is in your life. So consistency is a muscle. You need to constantly show up every day and flex that muscle, train that muscle, and it will grow stronger over time. So it ends up becoming easier and easier to identify as a person who is consistent the more you show up and practice that consistency. But I agreed. And I think that understanding that is key. But I think what derails many people are those challenges that are unanticipated, whether it's the storm that catches you at the top of the hill, whether it's some adversity in life that you you just never prepared for. And that's when perseverance really becomes important. Um, so, you know, it's easy for people to listen and not have any context for either of us. Have we ever, ever had to persevere through challenge? Have you ever had to navigate through big challenges or face huge challenges that really required you to sit back and or hunker down or change your approach in order to keep moving forward? Yeah, there are plenty of examples of times that I've been knocked down by life and needed to figure out a new path forward and and be able to persevere through those 
times. So kind of the the main, probably the largest example of this in my life was when I was diagnosed with cancer. I was that was uh, right before my senior year of college, and it really it really knocked me down in a in a major way. And as a up until that point, I had been pretty, I would consider myself to have been pretty consistent with nutrition and training up to that point. I thought that I was eating all the right stuff. I was, I had, I was eating a decent amount of vegetables and I'd call them lean protein. So tons of chicken, fish, and, and, uh, kind of mostly chicken and salmon were the main two, but I was, I was health conscious. I definitely would have considered myself to be health conscious, not necessarily that I was doing the right things for optimal health, but I was working on it. I was working to be consistent. And same thing with training. I was also doing a lot of things wrong with my training, but I was showing up most days to the gym, being consistent with my training. And that was had really helped me build confidence. Because when I first got into training, I I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but I was literally a stick. Like I had no, I had no muscle and I had only really run. Like I was a, I would have considered myself to be a runner and I wanted to transform my physique. And that's how I, that's why I dragged myself to the gym every day, even though I was really self-conscious, even though everything was heavy, even though I felt like everyone was looking at me, especially all the other guys who played lacrosse or football or basketball and and looked super jacked in comparison but i yeah i would also i think at the beginning of my fitness journey i also had to persevere in a sense and just getting um continuing to push through that substantial initial discomfort and be able to work into a consistent training routine but um but if you fast forward to that time when i was diagnosed with cancer after that happened so that happened in august of 2013 and then for a few months i was still i was going through all of these different tests and scans and i was uh i, I was heading to a uh, medical center in annapolis maryland and that was like a three-hour trip that i was doing over the weekends uh, and it was just a really difficult time. I wasn't motivated whatsoever at all. I, I would consider my, I would have, I just kind of felt numb and I wasn't showing up to class. I wasn't doing my, I wasn't doing any homework. I was kind of trying to kind of put on a face and, and make it seem like everything was okay. In fact, I didn't really even tell any of my friends. I just didn't, uh, I didn't even want to talk about it, but I, yeah. So for a few months, I just really was numb. I was in this period of just persevering and I, I don't know that I did a great job of maintaining a positive outlook. In fact, honestly, probably the opposite, but I, did my best to not give up and just constantly do what needed to be done to to get through that experience. So my training, nutrition, everything took a backseat. 
my school took a back seat. I basically, I kind of didn't do anything. In fact, most of that period, I don't, I don't really even kind of remember so well. It's almost like I was kind of in a, in a fog and it was, um, it was supposed to be. So I, I had what I was told was a cyst. And once it got, and I kind of let it go for a while because my family doctor said, Hey, it's just a cyst. Don't worry about it. But it became annoying and ended up getting it removed. And then once they did a biopsy on it, that's when, when I got called back into the surgeon's office and he told me, I don't even, I don't even remember leaving his office or kind of any of that. So that's, that's really the most substantial example in my life so far of just needing to hunker down and go into kind of total perseverance mode. Survival. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that um, because that is, that's a very extreme example of perseverance, but it's one that I think a lot of people listening can relate to either from their own health scares or from going on that journey with other people that they care for. But it, it, it's another good example, though, that you came out of that stronger um, and you were able to, I mean, it, it was actually the catapult that got you to do a lot of other things in your life. But I think an important part about perseverance is that these big challenges don't stop you. They may cause you to pause and hunker down, but you need to it's an opportunity to change your approach and to better understand how to persevere, but not to quit. And you can't quit on yourself. And I think that's an important part of what we like to make sure that we share with anyone on a health and fitness journey, that you can't quit on yourself. Um, that consistency you may need to put aside for a while while you navigate those big challenges, but you can't quit on yourself. Yeah. And after I went through that experience it took me took me some time to kind of get back into the groove so the kind of long story short i went through all these tests and scans and they eventually told me that the cancer hadn't spread and and i was pretty much kind of deemed to be in the clear at that point and that was a huge weight off my shoulders it still took me some time to get back into the groove with school with training my nutrition, but I, over the following months, I really worked to channel that into some positive direction. And that's when I started really diving into holistic health and trying to understand how do I never go through that experience again? How do I set myself up for uh, nothing's guaranteed in life, but how do I get as close to a guarantee that I'm not going to experience that again by really focusing on my health? So that's when I read the China study and adopted a whole food plant-based diet. And then a few months later, I watched Earthlings. And now about 10 years later, we're sitting down recording a podcast for a business that I never would have started had I not been diagnosed with cancer, had I not gone through that and then worked to channel that in a positive direction after that experience. So that launched your journey. 
How does consistency and perseverance apply to your entrepreneurial journey? Because I have, you know, that was part of your health journey. You can have the same challenges and opportunities in your business journey. Yeah. So I, I started three businesses before the vegan gym. So I've, I've always been pretty entrepreneurially inclined. That's something that's, that's always spoken to me. And it started with selling bikes and doing, doing lawn care for my whole neighborhood and putting around flyers and kind of doing all of that when I was kind of started when I was 11. And then through high school and the beginning of college, I didn't really do any of that. But a an entrepreneurship course in college really re-inspired that part of me. And I ended up starting a snack food company, which is a very difficult business to <laughs> to get off the ground. For every successful snack food that you see, there are a hundred others that just uh, don't make just it. didn't make it. So that was my first, I kind of call it serious business, and it's I ended up getting that product into a bunch of local stores and working to grow that. And I guess by some metrics, I achieved some low level of success with that. But it really didn't go anywhere. And I ended up just kind of basically giving it away to another local company. Um, and then the next one was a supply chain startup. And that was one that I was working on with some friends from college. And I also jumped into another venture with some other friends and then eventually just realized that I was not I felt like I wasn't achieving success in these other ventures because I wasn't really passionate about what I was doing. And for a long time I really kind of I almost kind of looked down on the idea of pursuing your passion. Like I had uh there's a Steve Jobs quote that kind of goes uh goes along the lines of if you're not if you don't love what you're doing, then you're going to quit because it's so hard that any rational person is going to quit if they don't absolutely love what they're doing. Something along those lines. And I guess for someone who is who has been so successful in building a company, I probably should have listened. <laughs> but it, it almost, I guess this is a little bit of a tangent, but it almost felt a little weak, for lack of a better word. Like I really, I thought it's just, hey, work hard roll up your sleeves, put in the hours, it grind done. it out and you can you can build whatever. But I realized that you can you can do that for a while or I I felt like I could do it for a while, but not long enough to actually get to a a point of success. So, I don't know, maybe there's some words of wisdom in there for applying to your health and fitness journey as well. But anyways, yeah, I I have kind of quote unquote failed in a lot of other ventures. And with the vegan gym, we've, Anders and I have shared before on the podcast, but we've faced so many kind of trials and difficulties and and weathered lots of storms. And you've been on the team for over a year at this point, and you've gone through your fair share of storms with, with us as well. And that's just kind of part of building something meaningful, whether we're talking about your health and fitness journey or a business or whatever goal you have. And it's most of the time it's just showing up and putting in the work every single day, 
flexing and strengthening that muscle of consistency, but then you're going to face your fair share of storms that you need to weather. And that's where perseverance comes in. And if you don't have both of those together, you are not going to accomplish your goals. Let me actually summarize a little bit about, because you talked about the muscle, the repetitive action and the discipline for consistency. If we can do the same thing with perseverance, what I hear you talking about is endurance. So weathering the difficulties and having the stamina to keep moving forward. I think you also need patience uh, because you can't, there, there is no such thing as overnight success. I mean, if anyone who's read Steve Jobs' biography, he, he was up and down. It was definitely not the apple that all of us know today from day one. Determination, I think, is another piece that helps keep you focused on your goal. And whether determination is aligned with your passion or your why, I think that's part of what pulls you through on that perseverance piece. And then the other piece that you actually articulated but didn't use the word is resilience. Um, because you had to be resilient after your cancer diagnosis. You had to be resilient and going through three startups and making a decision what to do. But you, you use the word failure, but it wasn't a failure. Because to me, a failure is if you fall down and you never get up again. The true definition of perseverance is you fall down, you get up, you fall down, you get up. So it goes back to the quote, it's not about how many times you fall down, but it's about how many times you get back up. And that's what we need people to understand, whether it's in their health and fitness journey or in their life journey, that part of perseverance is falling down, but it, you have to get back up again. Yeah, very well said. And I think it's also probably, I think it's also important to note that these periods of perseverance are really, at least from my experience, the main ones that shape you into who you ultimately become. So as, as much as it sucks to go through really challenging times, regardless of what it is in your life, being able to push through that, overcome it, learn that you are strong and capable of overcoming hard things, that is a tremendous gift. And I've, I'm pretty sure I've said it before on the podcast, but I truly believe that being diagnosed with cancer was the best thing that's ever happened to me because I, I really feel like Everything in my life right now is a result of having to have gone through that storm. And I find that's the same thing across the board with other challenges I've been through. They they feel terrible in the moment. You wish that they weren't happening to you. You might wonder, why me? This isn't fair. Why do I have to go through this? But from my experience, those are all actually huge opportunities for becoming stronger and becoming the person who you need to be to ultimately live the life you want to live. And I wouldn't go back and change any of those storms because they have shaped me into the person I am today. That may be looking back retrospectively, but um, would wholeheartedly agree that you can't... The concepts of consistency and perseverance you know, that regularity in action and that enduring tough conditions with stamina, it makes us who we are. 
and those two combined are a necessary prerequisite to get to any goal. Uh, I, whether it's your health and fitness goal or any other goal you may have in life, but the strength that comes from adversity cannot be underestimated. And I just want to make sure that all of our listeners understand that there is never a journey that is rainbows and unicorns. Um, I don't think any of us would be where we are today if we hadn't had some of those life-defining events that force us to reevaluate what is important to us and then maybe causes us to take a turn around a different road than we ever would have expected. And that's okay. But I, I do want to say that what I hear you also talking about is having that mindset that adversity is something to be embraced and not necessarily to be avoided or to be feared, but it's an opportunity for growth. Yeah, I've really been working to cultivate that mindset. And the the way that I have tried to do that is by looking back at all of these past challenges and failures and storms that I have weathered and trying to always keep that front of mind when I'm faced with new challenges and storms. And like I just said, being diagnosed with cancer and now 10 years later, or I was even saying this well before now, but that was perhaps the greatest gift I've ever been given. So maintaining it's, it's still challenging for me to go through, through storms and I'm not immune to feeling frustrated or asking why me or why do, yeah, why does this need to happen to me right now? I've already kind of been going through a lot or whatever the case may be, but constantly working to maintain that mindset of this is, yes, this sucks. Yes, this is really challenging. Yes, this is testing me, but I know ultimately I'm heading in the right direction and this is a stepping stone to becoming who I want to be. So, yeah. And I think, as I said, I'm, I feel far from perfect in maintaining that mindset, but I'm constantly trying to reflect on those past hardships and use that as a frame of reference for future hardships. And I know you've also been through your fair share of storms. Would you care to share any of those stories? I mean, the the one I think that probably, there's probably two. Um, I would actually say medical school was a storm. Medical school residency and fellowship was a storm that I don't know if people understand the the challenges that you go through during medical training, whether it's financial challenges, um, you know, eating eating ramen for weeks on end, surviving on twelve thousand dollars a year as a fellow, um, having to, as a black woman in a surgical profession, there were a lot of obstacles that could have knocked me down. But you just have to keep persevering because you understand where you're going and finding ways to overcome the challenges. And so that's one, you know, getting to be at the point where I was able to be a primary contributor to helping people be healthy. That was really a crowning achievement. But the path to getting there was a challenge. What what pushed you through the really hard days where you're working, what, 80 plus hours a week eating ramen? Asking yourself what you got into, <laughs> what uh, why what pushed you 
Yeah. What pushed you during those really tough times? What My got why? you through? It, that I love helping people. Um, and it, you can see at the other end, it was the, the stories of just the, the individuals that I still sometimes hear from today who you were a part of their journey or you impacted their life, you saved their loved one, you, you helped them continue in this world in a more meaningful way. So it was always remembering why I was doing it. And the what and the how were sometimes a challenge, but if you keep your why forefront, it, you can overcome every every obstacle. So there are lots of ways to help people. What? When did you decide that pursuing the uh, profession in the medical world, becoming a surgeon, when did you decide that was your path? Uh, early. I mean, I knew I was headed in this direction in high school. So it was, and probably before then, um, because everything I... When you talk about consistency and perseverance, it's always been charting a path forward. So working, you know, my mentor used to, at the beginning of every year, we would talk about where do we want to go and what do we have to do to get there? And knowing that there were going to be challenges, but it was an intentional journey every year, how to get to medical school, how to get to getting my PhD, how to get to the next, the next, the next. But it's always a matter of understanding where you're going. So you went through some very prestigious programs. Did school always come easily to you? Nothing ever came easy. My philosophy was I can outwork anyone. I'm not I'm not the smartest, um, but I will outwork anyone to achieve my goal. So it was not easy, but I enjoyed, I love learning. So in that regard, it was easy. But getting A's, you know, trying to be the top of the class, that took work. Yeah. And also, I I did quite well through school, but it also, I put in the hours. Yeah. I studied really hard and, and did what was required. And I think based on conversations I've had with my peers throughout school, I I feel like I was always putting in a lot more hours than than most people. <laughs> Consistency so. and perseverance. Yeah. Yeah. What about, uh, do you have any other examples of perseverance in your life? Probably the, the one that has shaped the second part of my life's journey is taking my parents through end of life. Um, so the, there was probably a period of about three to five years when I put a lot of the things that were important to me on pause so I could take care of them. And the, I think it, you know, to your point, and you mentioned it and would love to have this conversation on a podcast, navigating the healthcare system, being your own or the advocate for others, taking care of people toward end of life and how we don't do such a good job in this country of doing that. Those were, so my my goal during those times was to take care of them. And any obstacle that they had, I was there to eliminate and get over um, because my perseverance was what helped them journey toward end of life very comfortably. Um, but it was that understanding of helping people in a different construct and also the, you know, just those conversations I had with my dad around what do people 
do if they don't have a U or how do you keep people healthy rather than waiting until they're sick and having to endure what we do to them in a sick care system. That really informed what I wanted to do for the next 50 years of my life. Yeah, that's powerful. What have you learned about consistency and perseverance specifically in your health and fitness journey? How have you worked to apply both of those in your journey? So part of the perseverance was uh, those were storms. I was on a, during those years, I put my health and fitness journey on pause um, because in many ways, especially when I was competing, it's a very selfish sport because you're going to the gym, you're making your meals. It can seem like you're taking time out of hours when you can be spending with other people. So I put a pause on what was important to me to take care of them. But I was still consistent in that time of going for walks with them, you know, going to the grocery store, helping my dad learn how to cook healthy food. During that period of time, consistency and perseverance were what allowed me to stay healthy so I could be a good caregiver. Now it's, you know, the consistency is just who I am. Uh, on the days when I've had four, four and a half hours of sleep, it's the consistency that gets me out of bed and says, I'm going to go to the gym, I'm going to go for a run. So that regularity in action has just become behavior. It's a, it's a habit that now fuels who I am and how I do it. And the perseverance is when you have the challenges in life, even some health challenges that I've had, you continue to navigate that storm and just look forward and figure out how, to, how do I get through to the next. You have to weeble. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Being able to employ both of these, uh, the trait of being consistent and the ability to persevere, being able to employ both of those is absolutely critical to really any area of your life and certainly your health and fitness journey. Agreed. And, you know, as we wind up, I would probably want to make sure that we communicate that part of that is adopting a growth mindset because it's easy to feel like you hit a wall and you can't get past the wall. You can't, you can never let anyone say, tell you that there is not a solution to a problem. So you need to have, you need to be solution focused. You need to identify and remove any beliefs that may limit you from taking that next step forward. And you need to be consistent and persevere on your journey. And would love to hear from people you know, as you listen to this conversation, what is consistency and what does perseverance mean to you? How have you manifested it in your life? Because your story can be important for us to help expand this conversation in a future time and uh, just share why it's so important to be consistent and to persevere through life. I think it's also really helpful to reflect on what you've been through to just really reinforce in your mind that you are strong and capable of doing hard things. So lots of, I feel like lots of people tend to think that certain goals are the, I guess let's, let's use health and fitness as, as the example here. I think lots of people look at someone who maybe is stronger, more fit, has the body they want to have and they think, oh, I couldn't do that or that's not possible for me. But those people who 
accomplish their health and fitness goals are just employing the exact same practices in terms of practicing consistency and practicing perseverance that you have applied in other areas of your life, even if you don't feel like you have been doing that in your health and fitness journey. So being able to tap into your consistency and perseverance in other areas of your life and use as a model to show yourself that it's also possible for you to be able to stay consistent and persevere in the world of health and fitness. 100% agree. Uh, Daphne, do you have any other kind of thoughts to wrap up? No. I think that, again, our call to action to anyone listening is how are you being consistent and how are you persevering in the challenges that you may encounter in your life? And always remember that there are others who've been through what you've been through and we're always willing to listen and to lend a hand if you need it. Yeah, just... I guess one final thought that you just brought up in my mind is also being able to use other people's examples of perseverance. I think perseverance in particular, but consistency as well as a source of inspiration for being able to pull that into your life. So I actually, I really love reading biographies and probably the main reason I really love that is because it provides more context for somebody who has accomplished great things and what they actually had to go through to to get to that point. And that really inspires me when I see stories of people who have overcome extreme challenges to eventually accomplish great things. That really inspires me. So I don't know I don't know if that's helpful to you, but just keeping that in mind as well, what other sources of inspiration can you draw from to show that it is possible? I'm a very firm believer that any goal that someone else has accomplished is by definition possible. And maybe you don't feel like you have the same skills or the strengths or the abilities of that person who accomplished the goal that you want to accomplish, but you are capable of developing those. And it's by definition possible because it's already been done. 100% agree. I love learning vicariously. And biographies are a great way to do it. Uh, because I I also think that you never know what people have been through. It's easy to see the end product of who they are at any given point in time. But it's really, and you said this earlier, it's on the journey that you become stronger. And reading people's journeys and hearing that maybe they've been through the same thing that you've been through different time, different era, slightly just different circumstances, it does make you realize that it's possible. All right. Well, I hope that you really enjoyed listening to this episode. I hope that you got a ton of value from our conversation. And if so, I look forward to catching you on the next episode. Thanks so much for your time. Thank we'll talk you. Soon. To get access to some of our best content for free, head over to thevegangym.com. We've got tons of articles and guides to help you burn stubborn body fat, build lean muscle, and supercharge your health. You can even use our vegan nutrition calculator for free to figure out how much protein, calories, and micronutrients your body needs. Get started right now at theveganjim.com.